This is Free Talk Live. It is yet another live Saturday edition of the program. We are here to talk to you about whatever might happen to be on your mind. You may dial in toll-free and take control of these airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, you can join us over on our website at freetalklive.com, wherein you'll find all kinds of neat features, and they're all completely free. Unlike those other talk show hosts you hear that want to charge you for their websites, we give ours away. And I think you may find more there for free than the other shows even charge you for. Go and find out for yourself at freetalklive.com. So to start things out tonight, Mark, you've got uh, a piece about piracy, as they call it. Arr! Some might just call it sharing. Yeah. You know, it's it's fun when you get to create the words, you know? I mean, for instance, if we, we could call politics thievery. Yes, we could, and that would be an accurate or thing to say. taxes, violence against your neighbor. Mm. You know, if, if you got to, to create the, the vocabulary with which uh, the, the world operates... The then, world would be a really different place, Yeah, I think. it certainly would. And so, in this case, there... Uh, well, l- let me read this... Th- th- let me read the story before I go uh, All right. uh, espousing here. This is from uh, uh, fizzorg.com. Um, a $1.5 million verdict uh, for a woman who... Downloaded like, against some songs. her, not for her, well, right? Yes, uh, <laughs> that's that's what she got. Uh, she received a that verdict. <laughs> a judge's gavel rests atop a uh, the desk in a courtroom. A U.S. jury has ordered a Minnesota woman to pay 1.5 million dollars for illegally downloading 24 songs in a high-profile digital piracy case. There's that word, piracy. Yeah, yeah, not theft on the open seas kind of piracy, but. Downloading songs from the internet piracy. Right. She, she didn't hurt anybody in this process, uh, and the you could, I suppose, argue that the the artists, the twenty four. Let's presume there are twenty four different artists. It may have been twenty four the same artist. Uh, the artists in these cases, uh, they could claim they've been damaged, and have they? Well, I think that there's, I think that there's a uh, there's a lot of uh, facets to this issue. Even if you did decide that this woman stole these songs. It seems to me that $1.5 million is not a commensurate verdict, and the way yeah. a jury in the United States could possibly come up with this is beyond me. And it just goes t- to show the depth of uh, I, the, the the bovine ignorance of, of the American populace, it seems to me. Well, right. they'll just go along with what they're told. Well, the t- 24 songs, what is that, a CD or two? Well, let's say it's... Let's, <laughs> let's say, say that, tw- 40 bucks? Let's say that you said it was off of 24 artists, so let's say it's one yeah. song off of 24 albums. Yeah. And let's say that it's the it's the old style where they'll where they won't even sell singles to you. You got to buy the whole ten or fifteen dollar mm. album in order to get the one song. I mean, five hundred bucks then would be t- t- tops. Uh, yeah. that's, I mean, that's being extraordinarily generous. And that's presuming that I believe in intellectual property, which I don't. I think the the whole idea is just it's outdated, it's decrepit, it needs to be moved on. And I think that there are some innovators in the music industry. Uh, people, I think it was Trent Reznor. Uh, was one of them uh, who was the other group uh, uh, portis radiohead radiohead yeah there's so another there's, band called portishead i don't know what they're doing there's been a few the, of the older you know been around for a while with the labels bands that have just essentially kicked their labels to the curb and have gone online yeah gone and t- have given away their albums right instead of suing their constituent their 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 customers their fans, yeah. instead of suing the crap out of their customers they're offering to you know give them the songs and then give them uh, you know have them pay for upgraded cds sure. i mean it's just a different world 
This woman, uh, whomever she is here, uh, J.B. Thomas Rassett, is a single mother of four. That's a great thing. And by the way, they're never going to get paid for this. This is a stupid... you know, show kind of uh, thing. I mean, this has nothing to do with what these people are going to get paid. They're never going to get any money out of this woman. Would they be able to take her house if she had a house? I think they can could they lean against it. Hmm. So if she, when she tried to sell it, then they, they would uh, be able to go. Gotcha. But I don't think they probably, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have no idea. That's, it's a ruling and she's got uh, four kids and she's a single mom and she's decided, they decided now, that it was uh, fair to charge her $62,500 for each song. Crazy. I mean, I just don't, these songs are darn valuable. We are going to send a message that we are stuck in the past and we will do everything we can to keep you there with us. These are the same songs she likely could have listened to on the radio for free, Maybe. right? Maybe. I mean, just, it's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it's it's really just that's it's really just an old dinosaur industry. These record companies they don't want to change like the newspapers. Yep. You know, they clawing don't for change. relevance, basically. Right. They uh, they don't want to change. They don't want to adjust their business model. This is the way it's always worked, and this is the way it should work. Darn it! We like it this way. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the music industry, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's going to die, but it's certainly going to go under some extraordinarily big changes because you can't catch enough of these these single moms for $1.5 million to make this old, mm-hmm. decrepit system work. I mean, just think how many music stores are out of business. Where's Camelot Music? Where's Specs? Where's, where's all the old stuff that I used to go to and get my uh, you know Michael Jackson CDs? Any and kids listening sticks. right now are saying, Camelot, Specs? Yeah, they have that? no idea what this stuff is. I mean, Music stores. The world has changed, uh, people, yeah. and you need to give. You need to get over it. This isn't stealing. Well, does anybody really think it is? Oh yes, they do. Well, now, does anybody listening really think? Yes, it is? they do. Well, I'd love to hear from them at eight hundred. If you believe that uh, it's really stealing to share a song on the internet, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Maybe we've got some old record label industry executives <laughs> out there listening tonight, and they're feeling extra grumpy. They want to call in. <laughs> well, they picked the right show. You just clutch onto your last straws of power there as hard as you can, and watch as it slips through your fingers. Can you imagine if the uh, the 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 blacksmith industry was somehow able to get a hold of the automotive industry and strangle the crap out of that thing. And it's in the oh, infancy. Yeah. They would have loved to have done that. I mean, these are the sure. guys that made horseshoes and their business. Where's the blacksmith? I mean, in your town, where is the blacksmith? Somebody it, does make horseshoes, but somebody like they somewhere. Used to. They, indeed. <laughs> they probably order them in from China. Mm. Um, you know, it's the world changes. It's progress. It, yeah, it's going to be tough for these guys. Uh, you know, different different industries are reacting in different ways. Rock and rolls changed completely. The country, it's changing a little slower. So uh, 1-800-259-9231, that's a number for you to uh, register your thoughts on this or bring up, of course, whatever you want. Another important question in this particular matter, the woman fined $1.5 million by a jury, apparently a jury, you say? Yes, yeah. Uh, How did they know it was her? Did she admit it? Because she said, or it says in the story, she's got four kids. Yeah. Now... Whenever you have an internet connection and multiple computers on that internet connection, the website or wherever it is that you're connecting to cannot recognize, from my understanding, and I'm not a you know I'm not an IT whiz, but I know uh, more than you do, say Mark, about computers, right? Yes. Uh, the the website you're connecting to only can identify the IP, the internet protocol, the address of your household, basically your internet connection. 
It, it, it can't tell the difference between your laptop or your son's desktop computer. There's no way for it to know. So how did they, how did they find that it was her who was the culpable individual? Was it because the songs were on her computer at her house? How could you say for sure that it wasn't her son that put or her daughter that put the downloading programs and those songs there? Is it because it was Barry Manilow? Uh, how did they know that it was her? Well, I suspect a mother of four isn't listening to Barry Manilow. It's uh, not a mother of four living at home. I, I mean, there, there's certainly a mother of four out there that listens to Barry Manilow. I thought the women like Barry Manilow. What are you talking about, man? No? I mean, good Lord. You, you are such... <laughs> Who listens to Barry Manilow then? Older folks listen to Barry Manilow. There's there's some young younger Barry adherents out there. I mean, Barry's Barry well, does have a, a voice for the ages. I'll admit, <laughs> but I you know he's he's not he's not hitting the top forty charts these days. Um, well, if you've got four kids, you're probably not on the youngest side of uh, of young. Four, Mark, kids? four kids. People your age have four kids. I know, Nimrod, it's true, isn't it? What? It's, it's kind of sad. What's true. sad about it? I don't know. It's a lot of kids to have at a young age. Well, uh, I, it's it's a shame that she's uh, by herself doing it. But yeah. I, those are some. Decisions she decided to make for herself. That's true. So maybe she loves it that way. I'm sure she loves but her children. Do you get my point that you don't know who's? How did they know it was her? Did she open her mouth and blab it to the cops? She may very well have been scared uh, for her kids' sake and uh, taken the the onus upon herself. Yeah, that's a fair thing to do. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I just want to know: Is there anybody listening? Do you believe that it's stealing to share a song or a movie on the internet? 1-800-259-9231 and why or bring up whatever's on your mind this is free talk live have you been thinking about starting a website i'm going to tell you about a great offer from hostgator hostgator is a worldwide leader for web hosting and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name you create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com, and you may enjoy the features there completely free. Unlike uh, with a lot of those other talk shows, you can get, for instance, access to our bulletin board system where you can get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners over at bbs.freetalklive.com. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. If you are or know somebody who is a graduate student, recent graduate, or an undergraduate, there's some internships you should probably know about. Now, these are paid internships. There's a stipend, a housing, housing assistance. There's seminars and placement for you. It's libertarianinternships.com. They have internships in uh, whether it's uh, public policy organizations in Washington, D.C. and around the country and in media and print, broadcast, new media and investigative journalism. Sounds like something you're interested in. Go to libertarianinternships.com. There's a sign up uh, section there for more information. Libertarianinternships.com. All right. Let's go to your phone calls. We're talking about the issue of piracy. <laughs> So-called music piracy, which uh, other people might call, like myself, might call sharing. Sharing ideas, sharing songs, sharing things, and uh, it's, a, it's a threat to an old system. It's a threat to the old ways of doing business with the record labels. In this case, uh, $1.5 million awarded to record labels 
in a court case against a woman that has four kids. And it's just entirely outrageous. And it's completely unnecessary because things are a change in whether this industry likes it or not. There are right now, as we speak, millions of files being traded online. And there's no stopping it. You can shut one system down and another one's going to come up to take its place. Maybe five more will, uh, will spring up to take its, uh, its place. And they've tried that. Yeah. They've tried to shut them they down. They shut down Napster. They, and then they're back. They're more commercialized now, yeah, I they're think. they're selling but, stuff now. Uh, but I think they just shut down LimeWire, which is another one of them. I mean, they, just, they come up and they go away and they come up and they go away and there's no stopping it. Uh, and artists need to get more creative with, uh, with how they market themselves and how they uh, monetize themselves. Let's get your thoughts, though, at 800-259-9231, particularly if you think it is piracy or it is stealing to share music online. Let's talk to, I believe we've got Trevor listening in Yakima to KUSA. Hello, Trevor. Trevor? Yes. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, it's a mixed answer. I do think it's piracy. However, having worked in the industry, and uh, and I still part-time work in it now, the labels have done this to themselves. I mean, they're they're out there worried about margin and, and somebody's, uh, you know, attorneys and accountants get involved and everything else, and they just charge way too much for the product that they're putting out there. And it's all about making a profit, which I don't mind people making a profit, but in doing so, as you see in any capitalist system in a free enterprise, uh, them getting greedy has created it. Well, you know, actually the greed in this case isn't, uh, the greed in this case is not created by the capitalist system. It's created by the intellectual property laws. They wouldn't be able to do anything about their greed in this case if it wasn't for the fact that the United States government has created out of whole cloth the idea that you own uh, notes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. But wait a minute. If we didn't have a Microsoft, where would we be? And in fact, I didn't have an incentive to be able to protect his intellectual property. We wouldn't have the things we have to make our everyday lives better, would we? Well, who, no. okay. Well, how about the, uh, the very inventive person that created, say, the Bible or Beowulf or the Epic of Gilgamesh or all the other myriad at Mozart. Uh, we wouldn't have a Mozart. Oh, wait, Mozart didn't wasn't able to uh, copyright his stuff. So how in the world did we get the genius of Mozart in this world without copyright laws? Well, he did make money from what he did. I can guarantee you I that. don't have a problem with people making money. I, I have a problem well, with... Hold on a minute. What incentive does anybody else have in this modern-day system to do it? Nobody. There, well, wait, wait. There's all kinds of incentive. Have, have you been listening? There, there's lots of artists out there that are managing to make money in the music industry right now doing new and inventive things rather than saying, hey, we've got to uh, – you, you've got to use how, how, my tax how dollars. To make, how are they able to make money from not having a copyright on their product? Well, you have not been paying attention, have you? Value. Have you have you been paying attention to the last decade of innovation in the area of people making money by giving things away? Absolutely. But well, there's your answer. But hold on. Are you saying that 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 not having any copyright laws is the best way to go, and not having any intellectual property rights is the best way to go? Well, I think that there's a certain level of intellectual property that uh, would be fraud. For instance, a trademark. If I were to create a can of brown bubbly soda and put coca-cola across the front of it i would be lying to my customers because it wouldn't be the proper it wouldn't be coca-cola but that's a that's a fraud uh, i believe perpetrated against the person who buys the can and there's a tort there maybe for, for yeah, that, that issue yeah there's that, yeah that's uh, something that generally yeah the idea of tort. copyright and the idea of patents should be wiped off the face of the earth 
Oh, see, I, I, that, that's that's where I disagree. Because then you're going to discourage. Because people to you go believe, out there, sir, you disagree because you believe you can control my property. Isn't that right? No. Yes, you do, because that's what property, that's what uh, copyright is based on. Essentially, what you're saying is if you are a musician, let's say you're a musician, and you put out a CD which has music note, musical notes on it, and I take that and I uh, memorize those notes or I copy those notes and I make a, a perfect copy of your CD with my CD burner, I've taken my property, my blank CD, and I've put a, as many holes in, uh, in that CD as Ones you put and in, zeros. Yeah, in your CD. No, that, no, that, and you're no, no, saying, no, that, no, you can't do that because. I own that particular design of holes, right? So you can't put those holes no, in your no, CD. You, you're totally missing the point. It's called the intellectual property. Now, if you take a copy of it, which I do, if I buy a CD, I copy it right away, and I preserve the CD that I bought from the store so that I always have it. Now, that is a fair use. But when you take and you try to redistribute that, and you redistribute that thousands of times to other people, that is stealing. <laughs> Um, that's an intellectual property. You, you know, there's a, there's a lot of levels to this. So, you know, oh, when I'm um, singing my favorite Britney Spears song while I, while I shake my, my groove thing, I'm stealing from Britney Spears, right? No. No, no I'm not? No. Oh, no. But if but I'm are, to are sing, you, but if I, but if I go... Are you monetarily being paid? For wait, this woman wasn't monetarily being paid. She was passing a song from one person to another. There was no monetary nothing in, involved. And the fact is it doesn't have anything to do with monetary. I, I'm with you. That's a different level of py- That's a different level of uh, use. I, I think that there's a, there's a difference there. However, uh, it, it, it doesn't have to do with monetary, not the laws in, in this country. Well, how many times did she pass it out? That's opportunity cost. Then by her passing There's no out, evidence in this case that she distributed this stuff to anyone. It's that she received it. Listen, $1.5 million is crazy. It's ridiculous. Should this woman lose that kind of money? No. Well, do you understand that you couldn't – that this is the only way that intellectual property laws will be preserved in this country is by essentially chopping the heads off of uh, a few peasants in order to, to make an example of them. If you charge this woman – $15 for each one of these songs, people would be down, you know, nobody would be scared anymore. And there's probably not that many people that are scared now. They just take precautions. Well, that's, that's maybe that's what they should have done and said, okay, how many songs do you download? How many? I don't know. What did you download? 24 songs? 24 songs. Okay, then they, she should pay $24. Fine, I'm with you. I'm, no, I'm with you. It'll, just, it'll destroy the whole system. You have to at some point, you have to protect the copyright. Okay. You're protecting the copyright with 10 bucks. Great. Now, listen. <laughs> but listen. But my point is, is that the record label has done this to themselves because they yep. haven't provided a reason for people to actually buy the product. Indeed. They just give you the CD with 10 or 12 songs on it. That's it. Everybody knows you can buy a CD for 50 cents. You can make copies. They make all these videos and everything else, and they have all this... That much we certainly agree on, and I thank you for the call tonight, Trevor. More coming up with your thoughts uh, at 800-259-9231. You can bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advanced work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize, and off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This 
is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us on our website. We've got a lot of features, including our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. wiki.freetalklive.com to get you there. W-I-K-I wiki.freetalklive.com. Are you on any medications? Are you getting your meds from a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get you your meds at discounts as high as 70% off, and they'll deliver them right to your door. All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com, click Become a Member on the left side of the page there. Their customer service is excellent. I've done this myself. They'll walk you through every step and... You'll save big time. It's meds.freetalklive.com. And it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, it's Amplify, Lipitor, Nexium, Zetia, Boniva, Viagra, Cialis. It's meds.freetalklive.com. So you were right, Mark. There was somebody out there listening who thought that uh, that downloading a song from the Internet, sharing a song on the Internet is somehow a criminal act. It's somehow you notice he worked in the music industry. Stealing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ha- what we haven't gotten yet, and we, we're bound to. Well, what if somebody took your show and distributed it uh, for free? Yes. What <laughs> if Wait, we did. do that already. Yeah, that's fine with us. We, I've got no problem. In fact, that is, that's our business model, and it, and it works. Uh, maybe it means that we don't make as much as we would have had we done this show 20 years ago, but then right. again, we never would have been able to do this show 20 years do ago. Do we really need rock stars that create uh, you know, a couple of good songs and never work again? <laughs> right, the one-hit wonders. My God, no one will be incentivized to create wonderful rock music like Total Eclipse of the Heart. You know, it's it's just nonsense. The idea that you need to have a criminal gang around in order for people to be inventive or in order for uh, creative people to be creative. People who want to create songs and movies and wonderful entertainment for our eyes and ears are going to create that product. And those of us who appreciate that product are going to want to reward that person for creating that product. Meaning that whatever venues those folks come up with to give them some sort of monetary compensation for their efforts, those of us who appreciate that their efforts will find an appropriate venue and support that. Maybe that means, for instance... Clicking a donate button on their website. Maybe that means buying a t-shirt from them off their website. Maybe that means going to a concert when they're playing locally. These are three different options uh, that have not gone away. In fact, that are two of them are brand new that, uh, that allow these artists to be compensated for their efforts. Because I don't know about you, but when I think about something, when I, when I get a, uh, like a TV show, for instance, that I, that I really enjoy, say Penn & Teller's BS, which is a great program that airs on the Showtime Network, I don't have cable. I'm not going to buy cable. I don't need cable television. I don't have time to watch cable television, but I do enjoy watching Penn & Teller's BS, so I will download that from the internet. And then when it comes out on DVD, I purchase the DVD. I can't purchase the DVD in advance because it just doesn't work that way. They don't come out with a DVD at the same time as the, as the shows come out. So I'm more than happy to put my money into their program. I'm more than happy to compensate them for their efforts. Uh, I just want my product delivered in the way I want it delivered. And if somebody wants to get their product delivered in a uh, fashion that is not typical, as in not purchasing a hard disk, a CD, or going through some iTunes or some kind of official corporate front in order to purchase music, then they shouldn't have to. They should be able to get whatever they want in the ways that, uh, that they think is best. And if they don't end up going and buying the CD, so what? 
So what, do you want to put that person in a jail cell? Because if, if you don't pay fines generally, that's where you tend to go. So is that what you want to that's see? That's not true in civil cases. Uh, you're, you're mistaken um, on that. But, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. You're going to ruin it, make it very difficult for somebody if they get a judgment of $1.5 million against them. I mean, what's the rest of your life going to be like if you're this woman who, for downloading 24 songs, got a $1.5 million ruling against her. She's got four kids. If she ever buys a house, she's going to have to rent for the rest of her life. She's never going to be able to buy a house, assuming she owns one already, because if she does, she's not going to get any uh, money from the sale of it. So, uh, you know, she's she she essentially can't move. I mean, it's it, it's a tough scenario. Let's uh, go to your phone call. See what you think. Uh, Joel is in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Hello, Joel. Yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Hey. A couple questions for you. Go ahead. Uh, very simply put. Uh, what is your definition of a liberal? And before you answer the question, I go back to July of 07 when Hillary Clinton was asked that same question. And she said, I would be preferred to be called a progressive. And that's, that's something like chills for me. I got, I'd like to know what your response to that question is. What is your definition of a liberal? I find these uh, terms, progressive, uh, progressive, liberal, um, you know, uh, conservative, all those terms to be so big that you really don't know what they mean. If I were to say I'm a conservative, that means one thing to one person and one thing to another person. And it doesn't really uh, – I, I don't have a definition. That's that's my answer for it. I think liberal is such a big, dumb word that it doesn't really have a definition anymore. But if you want uh, what I think of when I hear the word liberal, what it, what it translates in my mind is a socialist, a person who believes that they own you and your property and get to tell you how to live. But – Honestly, I think that the conservatives think that, too. Yeah, and that's the problem with with these terms. I mean, in general, we can make general statements about what we might believe, but the adherence to these so-called philosophies actually don't really adhere to those general statements. So, I mean, for instance, with a with a liberal, you might think, well, generally they want to control your pocketbook, but they want to, you know, let you be free socially. But that's not true because Hillary Clinton, as you mentioned there, she's one of the people that is leading the charge on regulating video game violence. So, you know, she she they don't care about uh, those freedoms either. And and same thing with you know the conservatives. You can make a statement that oh the conservatives they don't want to control your pocketbook, but they want to control your social life. But we know that they want to tax people too and create government programs and expand uh, government as well. Yeah. So I'd really say they're all just a bunch of socialists and fascists and there's, there's mixes a, between them. A cup full of spit d- difference between the two of them. So does that answer your question, well, Joel? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, we're 100% in agreement. When I think socialism, I think progressive. I agree with you. Moving, shifting gears real quickly, Keith Oberman, what do you, what do you think about his suspension for donating to the Democratic Party? What, what do you think uh, what's your opinion on that? I think that um, I, I think that if it's in uh, NBC's contract and he signed that contract, he should have known better. I think it's a terrible thing to do. Keith Olbermann is not a journalist. Um, if you're going to do that to your journalist, that's fine. But he's not a journalist. He's a commentator. He's a commentator like me. I've got opinions. I think that certain yeah. politicians are less disgusting than other politicians, and I don't mind giving a few bucks to them. And I don't think any anybody who I don't think I don't think a free person should be. Uh, so it's like, punished for that. It would be like Fox News firing Glenn Beck.
check because he got on the air and said something nice about a Republican. I mean, every time Keith Olbermann promotes the Demo- what, some Democratic candidate, he's essentially giving them a, a campaign contribution. It's not anything you can really identify as far as its value. But getting on the airwaves on national television and promoting, say, one candidate above another or one political party above another is certainly a uh, political uh, move that is favorable towards somebody. So it's, I think it's pretty ludicrous uh, what they did. And I agree with Mark. If it's in his contract, then that's the contract. Um, what about it you? What do you like think, they, Joe? Well, I think they benefited very much by his stance, uh, uh, basically an infomercial for the Democratic Party on a nightly basis. Yeah, and that's what all the I, other hosts I, do, too. So what's the big deal, right? Well, yeah. And, you know, I, I tend to watch Fox a little bit. Glenn Beck's pretty much out there. But um, O'Reilly's smart. I mean, he, he's, a, he's an intelligent guy. and Seems like uh, an a-hole to me. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for the call he might tonight. Be smart. I appreciate it, Joel. 800-259-9231. You don't get, you don't get in those spots to not be not being smart. I mean, I like know. the videos of O'Reilly when he thought he wasn't actually on. Uh, like, when you go, these, there's these KU satellites up there uh, that are orbiting the Earth, and the television trucks and the television uh, anchor, you know, remote vehicles basically use the, these satellite dishes to uplink to the the satellites for mm-hmm. their live shots when you see the news anchor throw it to somebody let's go to joey on the scene and you know joey, joey was already scene. being recorded i mean the news anchor could see him uh, right well he right he wasn't being recorded necessarily but he was being broadcast okay, to the broadcast. newsroom okay. uh so uh, there's there are i guess excerpts of these feeds these wild feeds as they're called of people like bill o'reilly and uh hillary clinton that's where they got the one and, of george bush shooting the bird at the camera yeah, george bush bill clinton all these guys uh on the things that they're doing before they actually go live you can see the makeup people coming in and and how rude they are to the crew and etc it's fun stuff 800-259-9231 the live saturday edition of free talk live you take control of the airwaves you can talk about copyright uh, intellectual property or whatever's on your mind this is free talk live dun, 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 dun. well i got me a cast dun, 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 dun. it's called a verbal surgery dun, 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 dun. i got me an old podcast dun, 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 dun. call it verbal surgery dun, 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 dun. i come and check it out now but because it's totally free you know it's totally free VerbalSurgery.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And tonight it's Ian. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Lots of stuff there, all free. The main feature on the site actually allows you to control the content. Everything you see there in the main page, uh, on the, the main section of the main page, the little numbers next to the stories, the items, all of that was created by listeners like you. When uh, you're going around the web surfing and you see something that's interesting and you want to share that with our audience, you just submit it as show prep on the freetalklive.com website, and then other listeners will vote as to whether they like or dislike your suggestion. And the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website, freetalklive.com. Have you ever considered taking your case to court without an attorney? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people without a lawyer who must know what it takes to win. And for people with lawyers that want to minimize legal fees and maximize winning by knowing what their lawyer should be doing. 
It works for plaintiffs or defendants. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and it's so easy. The average eighth grader could go through the complete four-CD course in a single weekend. You can get it at Jurisdictionary.com. I've got the course. I paid for it myself, I'm and I'm happy happy with it. It's, it's Jurisdictionary.com. All right. We are talking about copyright uh, and this $1.5 million suit, this settlement that was, I guess, not really a settlement, a court case uh, decision by a jury against a woman who's got four children, $1.5 million for downloading 24 songs uh, from the Internet. Some people would call that stealing. I say that it's copying and not it's sharing and that these companies are just decrepit in their old ways and they should be ashamed of themselves for aggressing against their customers or their potential customers because this woman could have very well have decided to go out and purchase a CD of that very same music that she downloaded and uh, and then, then she absolutely would be a customer at that point. But is she going to want to do that now? Well, in, indeed, there's, sure there's that issue. And I agree with you on that issue. I think, uh, you know, I've been converted over the years on it because I've looked at this issue deeply and, and studied it. But uh, we had a caller call in who basically said, well, yeah, this this is a ludicrous uh, uh, you know, ruling. However, we need to have intellectual property laws. And so he felt that the woman maybe should have to pay $20 or $10 or something per song she downloaded. But, you know, if, tra- if uh, stop sign tickets were 50 cents a piece, nobody would bother. They don't bother now, but uh, maybe maybe stop sign tickets don't uh, don't stop people at all. But these uh, these rulings have to be ludicrously large in order to prevent people from doing it. Because if you just had to pay ten dollars for every time you got caught downloading things, these companies can only catch maybe one in a hundred thousand people. And how much do their lawyers cost? Yeah. Uh, so let's continue here with your thoughts. You can bring up, of course, whatever you want. Uh, Keith is in Tampa. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Keith. Keith in Tampa. Yeah, gotcha. Hey, How's it going? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight, Keith? I had kind of kind of curious. Now, um, you just brought up the stop sign analogy and saying that uh, they needed to have more than a fifty cent fine for stopping the stop signs. Therefore, you're saying that that it's actually against the law. And then you're kind of arguing the other idea of it not being against the law to take somebody else's property. And it. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm confused. confused. No. I'm, I'm a little right. confused as to what you're saying. Can you rephrase right, you that? Say, you say. You say it's not stealing, uh, taking somebody else's song and sharing it or copying it. On yeah, the that's internet. copying. It's I agree. Only it's ste- not stealing. It's only stealing right. when somebody. I was talking about a practical application of it. It's only stealing when someone is deprived of whatever it is that they had. And when you copy something, the original person who had whatever it is you copied still has whatever it is they co- that was that was copied. So there's no shortage. There's no uh, shortage of supply. There's uh, you know there's no scarcity. A scarce resource has not been taken from you. Right. So, so my my thing is, is that if if it's not stealing, then then what are we teaching our kids to to believe is is stealing? I'm not if, teaching. If somebody that. comes in your house and steals a fork out of your house. It's not a big deal. Well, but they're still stealing. So when you when you watch a movie and you see that threat that they th- they put up there ahead of time, it says FBI right. FBI warning. Now, right. is the FBI paid with um, the money of the people who are employing them to go hunt down people who've stolen from them? Or are they paid with your and my money? I would imagine they are. They're paid with your and my money. So what we're teaching our kids is it's okay to steal money from your parents in order to fund the tracking down of uh, you know people that might have stolen from some big company. You're teaching your kid that stealing's okay. Because sharing isn't stealing, but stealing is stealing. When, it, when the FBI gets a dollar of my money, 
that's my money and I can't get it back. But if I share my my favorite Britney Spears song with my uh, g- good friend, Britney hasn't lost anything. I I understand, but so it's it's just the whole it's the whole principle that somebody didn't naturally say, "Here you go, here is the way to do it." As new artists are doing on MySpace and uh, Facebook and these new websites, and where they're giving the the uh, songs away for free, how is it how is it not in some way a form of theft if they did not naturally give you permission? To how is using the government apparatus at my expense? Well, the, to the enforce whatever it is that you private, want, not private. stealing. The government's different than private sector. That's it's okay for it's different. okay for you to steal as long as you've got a funny hat and a badge, right? <laughs> I I don't necessarily consider everything that the government does stealing. Uh, well, it's not everything the government does that is stealing. Just but the stealing is stealing. It, the stealing backs up what the government does. Everything the government does is ba- basically backed up by stealing. Right. Wouldn't so you what you're teaching your kids is that big companies are more important than little people. That's what you're teaching you know, them. And that stealing's okay. Them, and the stealing's I, I, I okay as long as it's institutionalized. I would teach my kids that if it's not theirs, they don't take it. And, and they ask for it. If they don't get permission to have it, therefore they don't take it. Therefore so, you don't share it. So you here we go. We're back down to the idea that somehow by taking a CD that I've purchased and putting a digital version of it online for people to download and make unlimited copies from, that that's somehow, that's somehow a crime against another person. How is that exactly? Like I said, when, when somebody comes in the house and steals a fork, it, it's not important to you. It's just a fork. But if multiple people come in and steal item after item after item. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't, answer, you didn't answer the question. Right. I got a set of eight forks in my house. You steal one, I've only got seven <laughs> left. Right, that fork <laughs> okay. so I'm going to miss that fork. fork. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the difference between something that's real and something that's not real, okay? So if, if there's the Mona Lisa out there and I paint a picture of the Mona Lisa, who, whomever, uh, you know, Da Vinci hasn't lost anything. The heirs of Da Vinci haven't lost anything. And I guess I'd ask you this question. If, um, if you believe that I'm stealing from the artist when I, uh, when I download a song, what about old songs? What about the, the uh, descendants of Mozart, for instance? Shouldn't they be getting some money? I mean, how long does this go? Because the Sonny Bono law says it's 90, 99 years after the death of an artist now. But I'm just wondering, at what point does it not become uh, you know, what about all the old songs? What about the descendants of those people? Shouldn't they be living in the lap of luxury now because their grandpa created a very popular song? <laughs> I, you know what? To, to follow along with my side of the story, I, I would agree that they should have some form of uh, compensation. Wow, that's ludicrous! Of, of what? Of Hold on, <laughs> you don't believe people should have? <laughs> Come to- on, you're t- you're telling me the descendants of Mozart should not have to work because their their great 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 grandfather was a genius and a drunk. Yeah. Well, if I disagreed, then it then it completely destroyed my side of the story. Right. So the, you're <laughs> what getting, so. What are you teaching your children? Not to steal. Not That's to not stealing. Not that yeah, is not true. What are you? You're teaching your children that if you come up with a good idea, then they're human. Then all their descendants should never have to work again. You're saying that hard work <laughs> doesn't amount to crap. Product. Right. Thanks, only, only if it's a valuable product, and they're and they. Well, why don't you let me determine what's valuable or not? Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. What's well, valuable to you? Right. 
Right, exactly. Let me determine what's valuable to me, and I'll determine that the way that I think is best. And if that means I want to download something in advance and try it out and see how it is before I reward that creator of that content, then that's the way I want to do it. And who are you to say I shouldn't be able to? You know, every um, it's, it's my understanding that one out of every 17 males is a descendant of Genghis Khan. I, I may be wrong <laughs> here, but shouldn't Genghis he did Khan's father a lot of children. helmet uh, sitting, at, uh, sitting on, uh, you know, in display at a museum, shouldn't I be getting a vig? I know I'm or, uh, part oriented. I, I, you know, there's some kind of genetic test done on me. I know por- I'm partially Asian. I want my cut. I think we should just. Turn. I'm being robbed. We need to I'm stop. being robbed. <laughs> These people are going to see Genghis Khan's helmet at a museum, and I'm not getting my penny and a half. I mean, this is ludicrous, people. I mean, come on. It's only stealing if someone loses something. So I used to work at Kmart uh, when I was growing up in uh, South Florida. And I guess West Coast of – is that really South Florida? Sun Coast, man. The Sun Coast, yeah, Sarasota, Florida. And uh, there was a CD section. In fact, we sold cassette tapes back then. (laughs) And – and I would actually help the loss control guy, you know, set up video cameras and things like that. So I was, uh, I, I knew where all the little looky look, lookouts were. That you can look over the, the the CD section, and sometimes people would come in and try to steal stuff. Sure, they would. And when they would take those CDs, we would be out those CDs. Yes, so those CDs no longer exist. They're inventory. Those are gone when they are taken. However, when you have a digital file online and it is sent somewhere, somebody downloads it, and another person downloads that, and a thousand people download it. The person who originally had it on their computer still has it there they're not out anything i paid for music online because it's just easier to pay for it all right more coming up here your thoughts are welcome at 800-259-9231 it's free talk live attention all active duty members and veterans of the u.s military your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special va loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free to control of these airwaves. 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Again, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI, our website, freetalklive.com. You can get interactive there in various different ways, and you don't have to worry about buying a membership because it's completely free. So enjoy over at freetalklive.com. And the way we run our business is uh, kind of uh, – it's well, it's a little bit of a mix. It's like partially the new way of doing things and partially you know the old way because we're still on radio, uh, and we love radio. Thank goodness. And radio is awesome. And Radio I wanna, pays the bills, pal. Yeah, it sure does. Um, but on the internet world, the internet side of this show, things have to be done differently. The internet audience out there is expecting a different sort of a delivery of this program. 
So, for instance, when we uh, put out our podcast, which for those of you that don't know what a podcast is, it is essentially a, a delivery method for MP3 po- files or, or music or, or talk shows or whatever for music or, uh, again, MP3s on Audio. the Internet. Uh, yeah, delivering that to the listener. That's what a podcast is. When we put it together, we chop out a good portion of the commercial content of this show. Like on the radio, you're getting four minute or so commercial breaks. Uh, the host has to go potty. There are reasons for that. Yeah, that's one reason. But also our local uh, stations have to be able to air their own commercials and, and get their local advertisers on board uh, where they can be heard during a national show like this. Uh, so it's important to have those elements in a, in a live radio show. But when you're not live and you're not live when you're on podcast – then the 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 listenership is expecting less. They're expecting to not have to listen to four minutes of uh, commercials in between the the different show segments. So we put one in there because you don't want somebody to be able to reach down and hit the uh, the fast forward button. It's just a different way of listening. We have to do yeah. business in different, a different industries way. require different things. You know, different venues require different sorts of advertising. And if and- we were to be so stick in the mud about the idea of our intellectual property, then we wouldn't be heard by as many people. If we wanted to put our shows behind a bunch of paywalls and make it so that you have to shell out seven bucks a month in order to get access to even listen to our show online, our internet listenership would not be what it is. And we wouldn't have We're the number one political podcast on yeah. the internet for the last five years. We I wouldn't mean, have these dedicated. Uh, and by the way, the podcast awards are going to happen this year, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, so we'll tell you more about that, about that. I think next week. But uh, so you know, they're expecting our listeners on the internet are expecting something different, and we deliver that to them. And then they appreciate it. So you know what they do? They'll tell their friends, hey, you can go listen to this great show, and they don't charge you for it. And then some of them, probably like, you know, 1% or something like that, maybe 10%. I don't know really what the numbers are exactly, but a certain percentage of them will decide to, say, join the Free Talk Live AMP program. I bet it's three not bucks a month. No, certainly not. Uh, but maybe uh, maybe aggregate. A percentage of them. Yeah, maybe aggregate. Some of them will join the AMP program. Some of them will uh, buy something at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Yes. Some of them will do both. And uh, many respond of them, to advertisers, which is very yeah, important. Or many of them will do nothing. And that's okay, too. Because if they tell somebody else, that's good, because then that other person might do uh, one of the above things to to send some revenue our way. Because people understand that if you want to keep getting music from their fa- your favorite band, the band has to be able to pay the rent. People, you know, they want to reward the, the, the people that are making the movies and the uh, the music that they want to listen to and they want to watch. And it's just... These old industries like the record companies and the, the music – or excuse me, the, the movie industry, MP, MPAA, Motion Picture Association. These guys, Yeah, these guys are stuck in the past and they refuse, to, uh, they refuse to innovate. They refuse to give their listeners and their viewers what they want. Now, let's go to your thoughts though. You can bring up whatever you want as well at 800-259-9231 as we talk to William listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Hello, William. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I want to talk about this download of music. Yes, sir. I download music, and uh, I have a CD burner, and I also have a copier. It, it copies from other CDs, you know? Mm-hmm. And why would they make that and sell it to me if I wasn't supposed to use it? <laughs> people, you know? That's the way I look at it. There you I go. get the CDs cheap enough. And I'm not stealing their music. I'm just borrowing it, man. That's right, because they didn't lose I anything. I all I want. They're not losing a damn dime. They made up major money when they cut the first record and put it out there. 
Well, that's not true. The 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 uh, the people that are the artists behind these record labels aren't really making a whole bunch of major right. money. The record companies are, no, are raking them over the coals anyway. Yeah, the artists. The smartest thing the artists can do, I think, is to get the hell away from the record labels. But it's their business; they can do it uh, however they want to. I think that taking your product online and offering it up, as we've seen uh, with with some bands, they've tried this and it's worked very well. Essentially, offering the CD for free online, and then you know, if uh, if you want to donate, you can chip into a chip in or a PayPal account and uh, sure. if, you, if you don't like it then well then you don't pay for it there's a, a lot of a lot of things behind all that like you say it's the record companies that's making money it's not the artist well the, artists the record companies wish they were making tour. money that's and they make their most money is yeah. touring thanks for the thoughts tonight william i appreciate hearing from you at uh, 800-259-9231 to glenn in tampa listening to wfla hello glenn yeah. hey what's on your mind tonight well I- First of all, I just want to know if I download your podcast and I give that to my buddy, are you taking me to court? No, it's all yours, please. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Download our podcast, rebroadcast it, man. I don't care. I was listening to you guys talk about this lady that downloaded 24 songs and she got a judgment of 1.5 million against her. Yeah, she did. I mean, that's that's just ludicrous, really. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I, I'm not going to side with it being stealing or not stealing. I don't really want to get into that argument. Is it because you don't have an opinion or you just don't want to get into it? It's a not discussion? worth getting into it with us. <laughs> it's, uh, well, I mean, everyone downloads. It's just like it's the same thing like everyone, ste- everyone speeds. I mean, and there you go. speeding is illegal. Fair enough. There are laws against downloading copyrighted material. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. Just because uh, speeding is illegal doesn't mean it's wrong. There's plenty of things that are illegal Agreed. that are not wrong, and they should not be illegal, but that's a whole other story. Agreed. But that's not in our hands. But there are laws against speeding, and if you speed, there's a set fine. And if I go to that Kmart that you used to work at, and I steal 24 CDs, they add it up. And they determine if it's petty theft. That's for sure. If, if you stole that much from uh, Kmart, you would not be fined $1.5 million in any case. No doubt about that. Yeah, that's a good example. Exactly. I'm, what I'm saying is the, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. There's, right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, tried to brush I think you've done a better job of saying that than I than I did, but I tried to say that in the very beginning of the show is that, you know, here, w- one of the things that was supposed to make America great was that the punishment was supposed to commit uh, to fit the crime. And that's why they had the whole cruel and unusual uh, punishment thing. But this is definitely cruel and unusual. If you if you think of downloading, maybe it was or even her kids that did it and she's just protecting them. Yep. Downloading right? 24 Nobody, songs. Go ahead. What, I mean, there should be, you know, a statute on it you know if you download this song that's how much it costs if you get caught yeah i don't think there need to be any more statutes personally i think that we need to set the statutes on fire um (laughs) and uh, you really all you need are two rules uh do no harm and honor your your agreements honor your neighbor's choices well i think uh, you still have to educate on this issue of uh of intellectual property because people will consider it harm and i can i can see that there's a certain level of harm to it still but look i mean listen to what glenn said jury could give her a 1.5 million verdict the one, the one I mean, that did it. <laughs> I, apparently, Glenn, your statement earlier was not correct, and everybody does not download music because I wonder if the people on that jury did. These old curmudgeons yeah. apparently yeah, don't. probably put a bunch of gray hairs on there is, uh, is my right. guess. The, the, the right. fellow who just called didn't sound like he was uh, the, the, the most uh, – the bring his chicken. Even if they don't download music, they, got, they should understand that the punishment has to fit the crime. If you're on a jury, really $1.5 million for – you know, if every song came off a different album, okay, so yeah. just pay 24 CDs at eleven ninety nine a piece. Mm. 
Oh, let's know? go high. Let's go twenty bucks a pop. Do they still say sell CDs okay. for that much these days? I don't even know. Oh my! You hey, know, five hundred bucks max. Glenn, thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue here. John is in Clearwater, listening also to WFLA. Hello, John. Hello, John. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, um, well, I just kind of i I agree with you that it is an outrageous uh, claim that they made against her, but. I make software, I mean, for small businesses, and I barely make a living. I don't want that software stolen and given away. Let's talk about that in a moment here, if you don't mind. Hang on. I'd like to bring you back. That's a different aspect, a slightly different aspect of the discussion. We're discussing intellectual property, copyright, patents. 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. And is it stealing to uh, take a copy and give a copy to somebody else? And give a copy to another thousand people. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com. Talk live, you can bring up what you want. You dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy our various features we have there free. The CAM is one of them, cam.freetalklive.com. You can go there and you can enjoy the uh, the CAM there. And our chat room, which is built into the same page, you can watch, listen, and interact with other Free Talk Live listeners all at once at cam.freetalklive.com. The CAM is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're all 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off of list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Talking about intellectual property, is it stealing? As the record companies and the Motion Picture Association would have you believe when somebody copies a song or a movie on the Internet. And now software. Uh, I think we've still got John with us listening in Clearwater to WFLA, uh, computer programmer. John, are you there? Yeah, yeah. So you were saying that uh, that you support intellectual property laws. You support the uh, the criminal gang that uh, essentially backs up with with violence against peaceful people. Uh, the idea of uh, you know using that gang against other John people. asked some questions, and you're mm-hmm. uh, you're framing his. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you supported intellectual property. Go ahead, John, with your thoughts. Well, I do support intellectual property laws because that's the same laws that protect my copyrighted software that I write. Well, um, are there, is there software out there now that's copyrighted that's being transferred all over the place? Yes. Do you think that the same with music? Do you think that they're managing to uh, do? You know, they're coming up with all kinds of solutions in order to prevent this cracking, right? And do you think that they've managed to keep a whole bunch of people from doing it? No. You don't think so? <laughs> I can do it. Without a problem. Well, yeah, but you're a computer programmer, John. I mean, <laughs> there's a there's a no, lot of people I mean, I like can, me I out there. I can go online. I couldn't I do, it. do it. 
I can go online and do it just the same as I can go online and download software. Yes, but I could. And I really, and I really don't see an issue with trying it. But I, I do have an issue with getting a product for free and then using it and not paying for it. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that what what should happen to the person who does that? In your uh, I believe. I mean, I believe the punishment for, should fit the crime. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that the record companies don't catch. But maybe one one thousandth or ten thousandths of the of the people. Likely true, right? And I then mean, you've so got do the, you should, should a thief have to pay for the other nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine other thieves? If if this is what you're saying, um, nine hundred. Well, that's I, I not don't fair. know her financials personally. But that, if, it, if, it matters how much money she has. Wait a second. If I'm if I'm a millionaire if, and I if, walk into okay, a store and I a steal a loaf of bread, if you have the money. If you have the money to, you have to make it hurt. Let's go there. I about punishment. Now it's all about punishment. Now it's about punishment. Didn't you just say a moment ago the punishment should fit the crime? Now you're saying it's all about making making it hurt someone. Well, you got to stop people from doing it again. Have you if managed does, to it, stop people? Uh, you, you already admitted that there's uh, you know thousands of programs being transferred right now as we speak across the internet. Have you stopped anyone? Me personally, you have your, your laws. The the laws. Yeah, they're your I laws. You support them. I support them, but they've been they've been the laws of the land. It's like if you stole a, if you if you if you take a book and then you reproduce it. Is that stealing? You know, at the advent of the Gutenberg Press, um, that's exactly what they were doing, and there weren't any intellectual property laws, and somehow people were still writing books. You know, it's interesting. Uh, you bring up programming. There's all kinds of stuff out there in the, the marketplace called open source software, where, believe it or not, programmers actually don't get paid directly for doing the programming. They must thing. be crazy. They actually end up getting – some of them, now they, they figured out – Get this, they figured out ways to monetize even open source software to some extent. Uh, like with Firefox, for instance, I believe that you can pay for support. So if you are like Mark and you don't know what the hell you're doing when it comes to uh, computers, then well, you they wanna... get money from advertising, though. Whatever money from advertising, money for uh, you know for selling support. So Mark might need some help using the Firefox uh, software. He would call up a support line and, and pay for that. Hmm? To support himself if everybody's selling the software. I'm sorry, your question was what? How's a, how's a small business person supposed to s- support himself if he's just making the software? If everybody can steal it and give it away for free. Well, well, for one, you put in d- a deterrence uh, because people could walk in your front door, and believe me, it isn't the laws that are keeping thieves out of your house. It's the locks that are keeping them out, and the possibility that you've got a gun. So, if you want to keep people out of your software, you create locks, and that's what most of the major companies have done. And those about, locks right. are pretty good. Well, and didn't you say that you were essentially working uh, on custom software? That you're designing yeah. software for businesses? I use custom software. And that's pretty much my own personal well, detergent deterrent because right. it's customized. Right. right. That's that right there is uh, what you're doing for those that don't know. You know, if a business needs a certain database created or some kind of a custom piece of software that is specifically sculpted for their business, they they can't just go out on the internet somewhere and download that from the pirate bay. Uh, they actually have to bring somebody like you in, a programmer that knows what he's doing, to to come in and maybe you'd code it from scratch. Maybe you'd actually take some open source software and. You 
you'd take those uh, pieces and you you'd put thief. those together. You terrible, despicable thief. <laughs> and that's okay, because ideas should be able to be borrowed and copied and built off of one another. The, the reason we're here I want today... The guy, I want the guy who invented the wheel, all his progeny, to make sure that they get some money. <laughs> the reason I'm not we're... saying that they're prodigy or anything like no, that. No, I know well, that. If it's real property... Able, I just want to be able... I want to be able to... Make sure my property's worth money. My my intellectual property. That's worth your money. responsibility. See, all I'm trying to tell you, all we the kind of the message here is that it's sure your you responsibility steal? to ensure that you can profit from whatever it is that you're looking to profit from. Do, you should not be able to rely on a criminal gang uh, called government out there to threaten people with violence. I'm not threatening anybody. You're not with threatening violence. anyone, but the government sure is, aren't they? How are they threatening them with violence? Well, I don't know. You know, if you don't show up at court, some nasty things will happen to you. Well, plus the fact that uh, I, I have to pay for the FBI who's going to go, who's running around doing intellectual property uh, you know, enforcement. Most of the time, it's not the FBI that's doing that type of enforcement. It's it's agencies that the software companies or the music companies actually pay. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's true because uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to rely on the government to do that work either. However, the FBI does do it, and I have to pay for it. Glenn, I want to thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. It's not necessarily easy to transfer from an old business model to a new business model, especially if you've been doing it the old way for a certain period of time. The new way can seem threatening. In fact, if you look, we especially if it's not your idea, any idea yeah. that's not your idea, Bad stinks, idea. always. Right. So you look at that's the radio industry. Uh, we were talking about kind of the different delivery methods that Free Talk Live has for its product. There are some people in the radio industry who feel very threatened by the idea that, say, Free Talk Live or some other talk show host would have a digital version of their program. And they're even more upset that they would even mention such a fact uh, on the radio waves. Now, I think that that makes sense to some extent in that I don't. if I'm a radio station owner, I don't want my uh, syndicated programs to be using my airtime to pitch their websites. Uh, necessarily. So I understand where that comes from. But this is a new world, and we have to have a web presence. It's important from a competitive aspect in order to do that. It gives our listeners another reason to appreciate this program and to get interactive in different ways besides just calling up on the telephones. And so it's, it's critical for us to put that out there. We don't charge for it, so we're not certainly not taking revenue away from, uh, from any of our stations. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And don't forget, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got archives, a lot of them. There on the front page of the website, you can get the last week's worth. And then if you click into the archive section, you can download all the way back to late 2006 at freetalklive.com. The archives are brought to you by HostGator. 
That's right. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. You get a .anything domain name there. You can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. They make it easy for you. They've got three more than 3,000 templates. Whether you want a personal blog or complete e-commerce business website, HostGator dot freetalklive.com makes it easy for you i i it is absolutely easy over there hostgator.freetalklive.com use that portal that we've created get your first month completely free hostgator.freetalklive.com all right the uh, the main topic tonight has certainly been copyright and the idea of intellectual property and is it stealing to copy something i say no because stealing connotates loss and when you copy something the original owner doesn't lose anything you can copy, thanks to the digital realm, you can copy things infinitely. Well, I, I'd like to discuss, um, if we could, you know, sort of some of the realities of what uh, fraud is in this area, though. If I create a, uh, say, a, a, a DVD of a, a major motion picture, and then I use the same cover of the DVD that that DVD has, I'm committing fraud in that I'm per, uh, perpetrating my DVD as the the major motion pictures DVD. It's one thing for me to share uh, a DVD digitally with you, and then mm-hmm. you have a copy and I have a copy, and two things are created where one um, previously existed out of ones and zeros. But it's another thing entirely for me to sell what is a uh, fraudulent copy, and because then I'm per- perpetrating fraud on the person to whom I'm selling it, they don't necessarily know. I think that there's a uh, I think that there's a point where people do know when you're talking about that Gucci handbag that you're getting for twenty five dollars out of some guy's trunk. I don't think anybody really believes that's a Gucci handbag or the guy selling the, uh, the the Chinese DVDs or the ripped DVDs on the side of the road. You know, those guys are not selling likely the official version of whatever it is that uh, that you're going to buy. Yeah, I I still have a problem with the way they're packaging it. I see what you're saying, Mark, but there are things that the marketplace that can would be, do. Uh, that would be a, f- a fraud perpetrated against the person who's buying it. So you have to find a person who's buying it that believes, in fact, that they're buying something that they're not. Yeah, and there are things that the marketplace can do to ensure that you know what you're getting. So when you go to Walmart and you're looking through the DVD section, you are guaranteed, there's a 100% you know, guarantee that what you're going to buy is the official release likely of that. Because Walmart wouldn't be involved in that. Otherwise. Correct, because they have a certain reputation that they would like to uphold. Now if you go to some shifty warehouse store that, you know, that doesn't have the same level of rep that a Walmart or a Target might, then you never know what kind of quality you're, uh, you're going to get. Maybe you'll get a good deal Maybe you'll get a piece of crap. Uh, this is one of those things where buyer beware. And so I see what you're saying. It makes sense the the fraudulent aspect of it, but but still, it's it's your responsibility as the buyer to be sure that you know uh, what it is that you're getting. And if you're buying something from a seller that you don't know and you you aren't sure as to what the quality is, too bad. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue with your thoughts. Ross is in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ross. How you, how you doing? Hey, Ross, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I agree with what you're talking about. Uh, you forgot to mention uh, Beethoven's uh, descendants. They're not getting uh, royalties either. It's, it's a, they're, they're being robbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope they don't know it. Yeah, well, they don't at this point. The, the amazing thing is, is that these people, if you believe in intellectual property, have have been being robbed throughout the decades, and somehow they're they're piddling along in their little lives, just happy as clams. Well, I don't know about the intellectual property thing, but here's my point. I, I've been on the internet for ten years. I downloaded some some MP3s, maybe, 
And and here's the gig. You know, you have to first look the song up, then you have to download the thing, then you got to look for it in your computer, then you got to uh, organize it onto a CD that you're going to burn it on. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you got to. You also got to know how to use your printer because you want to itemize your songs. I made that mistake. I didn't know what I had on my CDs. Uh, point being is this: <clears throat> uh, they're shutting these things down. I'm not going to download any music, but I'm also not going to go to the stores and buy because I never did. And I think more people fall into that category. Yeah, I, I think that they're they're really going after people that weren't their customers, and in a lot of ways weren't going to be their customers anyway. So their yeah. their their product could be out there and could be enticing new people, uh-huh. growing their market segment, or they could just sue people that they wouldn't have gotten money from anyway. Because the fact is, I just don't spend that much time listening to music. But you know, I was listening to some today that uh, somebody sent me one time. Uh, I don't know whether they paid. I don't have any idea. Sure. Right. Right, right. Um, it, you know, the, there were numbers on this when this thing first broke out four or five years ago. Uh, they, they lost about a billion. They, they made three billion. They lost a billion. What the music companies did was they made the bands give them part of their proceeds from their concerts, which was historically theirs, uh-huh. all theirs, to get their money back. You know, the idea that they lost a uh, billion dollars is just that they somehow uh, were owed that billion, that they, they should continue to make that billion on into the future. We made this billion in 2004, damn it. We should make that billion in 2005. I don't think you're not giving it to us. We're going to take it from the guys yeah. who made the music. Yep. And I don't dinosaurs. Think, I don't think the kids uh, are listening to major label bands anymore. I could be wrong. I don't know I, about that. I don't, I'm not, I just, I just don't know. But I think that a lot of them are getting their stuff through the internet. As a band, more and more, for you sure. can deliver your music for free to right. uh, the people that want to hear it. And they just don't need the major mecha, record labels any longer. And, and, and they're dinosaurs and they're dying. Anything else you want to well, share tonight, Ross? What's that? Any other thoughts you want to share? Well, I, I would like to say another thing, because you guys have raised this point, and I've been listening for quite a while, the promotional end of it. Um, I, I uh, do some selling on the Internet, and it has to do with copyright. And that's as far as I'll go. And, but the, thing, the truth is, is you're right. Um, if somebody hears so-and-so's song, they may go out and buy that CD. So yeah, absolutely. They're, they're actually shooting themselves in the foot. Absolutely right. I thank you for the call tonight. Uh, I appreciate it. Eight, yep, yep. 800-259-9231. I mean, what do you there, want? There's two a, points here. There's there's one, the practical aspect of it, and the other, the sort of intellectual aspect of intellectual property, the the, the, the theory. Very few people are going to be convinced tonight on the theory of intellectual property that we're talking about. However, there's no denying the practical application of this, that it is absolutely nuts to charge somebody $62,000 per song, and that <laughs> that uh, the music industry is dying and that there needs to be a new way to, to distribute music. And putting your product out there, as he pointed out, gets it in front of more eyes and ears. You're putting it out for free. It gets it in front of more eyes and ears than it otherwise likely would have, meaning more people will be turned on to your product and more people will be more likely to decide to support your product. It's simple. And it, it works for the people that try it and have a good product. It's like I think you said earlier, Mark, that, you know, it's, it's getting more difficult for these music companies to shove down a CD full of crap with one hit on it. And that's how many times have you done that in the 1990s or whatever? You went in, you bought a CD because you heard a great song on the radio and you were totally bummed out by the fact that the CD sucked. Well, you know, and to, uh, to the, the opposite of that, think about, uh, you know, the, the, the CDs that were really great that actually had four hits on them. Uh, one that comes to mind is She's So Unusual by Cindy Lauper. I mean, it, it, that four hits on one album? 
that that's it's nearly unheard, unheard of. of. There's a there's a few. There's a handful of albums that managed to do that, which means that most albums were one hit song, and then the rest was just stuff you wouldn't listen to. So you memorize where the song is on the CD, and you just keep on hitting re- repeat or whatever. Now that you can't do that anymore. You've got to have a, a product that's a, a better quality if you want to be able to play in the digital age, because people should be able to try before they buy. It makes sense. I want to know if that game is good. I want to know if that show is good. I want to know if that song or that that whole CD is good before I decide to put my money up for it. There's a there's a neat uh, character on the internet, uh, the 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 video game nerd, yes. the angry video game nerd, and he reviews all these horrible games uh, from you know the 1980s on the uh, the Nintendo Entertainment System. And the question has been, how could these sucky games have come out? How could this have happened? How could their quality have been so poor? Well, you didn't know what you were getting until you bought the you game at the, the store. Yeah. There was no way to know. Now you've got the internet with reviews and video footage and all kinds of ways to get information on the product that you're buying in advance. The, the game's been stepped up. Parents of America, beware. The nefarious brigands known as Yerkish are now offering a free download of their so-called music at yerkish.com slash FTL. That's Y-E-R-K-I-S-H dot com slash FTL. Be warned. Exposure to this addictive, mind-altering rock and roll has been shown to cause frustration, damnation, even sexual deviance. So fathers, lock up your daughters. Mothers, cover your sons' ears and do whatever it takes to keep them away from yerkish.com slash FTL. is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and you, as always, are invited to take control of the airwaves. Dial in, toll-free, and bring up what you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various different features we have there for you for free. Uh, Head over there at freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us, amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase. It's Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer, selling all kinds of stuff, even used items. You can get in there, amazon.freetalklive.com. You enter through our portal, and a portion of the purchase price goes to us. That's amazon.freetalklive.com. So uh, all you tea partiers out there, you know that the socialists are teaching your kids in school. Here's a way to counteract it. How soon do you want to start teaching your child about the ideas of liberty? Well, I figured I couldn't start soon enough with mine. Uh, An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children. It's probably for ages maybe two or three to seven. I read it to my son Jack all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. Its simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. Go now to freemarketunderdog.com. See some samples there. Order today. There's a 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with the coupon code FTL, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right, so we continue with your phone calls about what you want. And Forrest is on the line with us listening in Louisiana. Forrest, you're on Free Talk Live listening to KBYO. Oh, yes, sir. I think you are uh, just a little off on the the intellectual rights aspect of it. I feel that um, it's more of a copyright, which in terms could be more of a physical object for the people who own them. And y'all might be, I don't want to, I don't want to call y'all old, but I know a lot of youngsters out there seem to download a lot of music on the internet. And I think that could cut huge losses in 
all the record labels, profits, and so. I don't know. Okay, we're not old. <laughs> well, I mean, to, well, to find old, I'm thirty. You're twenty nine. Well, I'm thirty. One person was talking about printing out what was on their CD. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, sure. I, well, we're on radio, you're generally dealing with an older older audience, and it's easy when uh, much easier to make examples that that fit with them. So, um, when you're talking about young people downloading music on the internet, and that's a reality. Mm, oh yeah. What What do you propose to do to stop them? Well, I've known that people in the past have talked about actually uh, as companies track their download and uh, music sharing that they actually uh, talked about billing their internet provider directly and charging them that way because in in essence they honestly are stealing someone's copyrighted material that they paid for no they're not stealing they're not stealing because nobody loses uh, anything they don't lose any yeah. physical property it's not stealing you, you, you say they i agree, well you say they lose no physical property true but they did lose property that they paid for in copywriting and by you know younger children who property they paid for in copywriting can you explain what you mean by saying that i don't understand they paid it they paid money to a gang if if i'm an artist and i go and pay someone to produce an album i'm paying so that i can eventually make profit off of hopefully you're just Yes, You're not guaranteed anything. When you go into a record studio and you hire that record or that recording studio for however much dollars an hour it costs, uh, and you put a, an album together, you're doing it on the speculation that somebody's going to like it and buy it. You might be making the crappiest music uh, known to man and, and won't ever sell one copy to your grandmother. Uh, I mean, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen after you put that, uh, that album together. Nobody owes you uh, a purchase of that album. Just because you've made the album doesn't mean that you're going to be guaranteed any sales and what do you say to the idea that uh putting something online and allowing it to be shared will actually increase the chances that somebody will buy your album no i don't believe that just giving it away for free in the mainstream market of these uh you know more mainstream artists I don't believe giving it it's, out. It's your business money. whether you want to believe it or not, but there's plenty of evidence to show proof of concept that absolutely does work. All right. Well, you said that if you go and record an album, you're speculating that you'll make money. But you're yeah, certainly not going to make money off of something that you produced and copyrighted for some child or some <laughs> adult, you know, either or, to go and send it from friend to friend for free. When you, you just don't have the right vision, my friend. You don't. You're not looking at it the right perspective. You're not uh, seeing how people right. sending your album from friend to friend increases the amount of ears hearing your album, thereby increasing the likelihood somebody's going to go to your website and hit a donate button or or buy the actual CD to have a firm copy of it. Right. That, we that give away this show. We give away this show for completely free on the internet, and somehow or another, there are people that are uh, giving us five thousand dollars a month in order to be. It's more like four. Okay, four. $4,000 a month has been as high as five in order to be members of our little club where you get special perks. I love open market and, you know, open source things, but no offense to y'all, but Nelly by no means is making $4,000 a month off of his things. He's in, you know, oh, you could say, oh, he could just make money on his concerts and things like that, but a large amount of his profit or any other artist's profit you, is wait a on minute. there. Are you saying that we make more money than uh, a, a major music no, rap star? No, certainly can't say, be no, saying No, I'm that. saying you don't, and 
I mean, just saying it's cutting into their profits, which are certainly important to them. I understand that open sourcing is important. That's just your opinion that it's cutting into their profits. You've no evidence that of that. Fact. That is a fact. You cannot say it's my opinion that it's cutting into their profits. It certainly is cutting into their profits. But there are plenty – here, the, the other side of that, and that's why this isn't a fact. Right. The other side of it is there are lots of bands that are doing the freemium model. That's what this is called. And they're making it work, and they're making plenty of money. Millions, I believe. And, and I'll, I'll grant you that in the world of uh, internet downloads that it's likely that you won't see the superstars living in their super palaces and all that kind of stuff after creating a couple of hit songs and then they never do anything again a la barbara streisand or something like that but really what does the world lose there well if i want a song and if i you know and i'm 23 uh, if i want a song i could certainly go on the internet and copy it from someone else but I don't because I respect them, so I go on a site like iTunes and pay for it. But if I want the song, I'm going to get it. And some people who won't, aren't willing to pay for it will go and steal it when if their only option was to pay for it, they would pay for it. And that's a direct relation of the profit losses. If I want the <laughs> it's song, called the, yeah, they're called free riders, it. and that's and it's okay to have the free riders because they still do valuable things for you by telling other people about the music that they've downloaded or sharing that music to others. So those other people might listen to it and say, "Yeah, I think this is really good, and I am willing to go ahead and uh, and pay for it." You just have to let them be rather than spending your time and your effort going after them. Mark, can you imagine? And thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. But Mark, can you imagine how much more difficult it would be? Let's say we didn't have the the vision of the, the freemium model with free talk live and we wanted to really crack down put it put all of our archives behind a paywall and make it so that our listeners had to pay five six seven bucks a month and then we uh, could start spending our time looking around on the pirate bay and the various different torrent sites yeah. out there to make sure that make nobody, ourselves busy to yeah. make sure that not a single one of the the dozens of people that are now listening to our our uh, podcast because we've killed the thousands and thousands of people that do otherwise let's also you know, hire a lawyer as well well so yep. he can start doing the same work chase and we down those uh, half a dozen people co- we can then increase the costs that we're charging our advertisers and thereby increase the cost of their products that they're trying to sell to our listeners i mean any we, amount we of, make important work here and we can't have yeah. people just listening to it without paying us any amount of that level of inf- any amount of enforcing these ideas this uh, intellectual property concept costs us the opportunity of being able to create what we want to create opportunity costs that's Indeed. the real opportunity opportunity costs. Yeah. That's the real loss is that people's people still think that no matter what that they're going to, you know, talk about this intellectual property thing. Oh, it's stealing, it's stealing. I I put time into it. And you know, I I get it. If somebody's out there selling your product that you created, I consider that despicable, but I have you know, shown how the marketplace can work around that yeah. issue. This is about people sharing things among other people. And you know, if it's about intellectual property, then I shouldn't be able to sell share the CD that I've actually purchased with you, Ian. I mean, you shouldn't be able to listen to the music unless you pay. Why is it that I can let you listen to a CD, but I can't copy the CD and give it to you? Why is it that you could hear it on my computer when I played it Mm -hmm. or borrow my computer and hear it, but I can't email it to you? Why can't I take a movie and uh, play it on my home theater system and charge uh, an admission for people to come in? 
I mean, I had to pay the money for the home theater system, but it's okay for me to bring people in and not charge them admission, right? I can have a whole bunch of friends come in and watch that movie and not charge them a dime. And they could sit on the leather seats and they got. Well, they could bring a bottle of wine, uh, you know, and and the things like that. Uh, And you could also take donations. But uh, the Toda Sack. The one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. You can get it now if you're caller number, I don't know, 10, 603-435-1105. Go to totasac.us to order a pack for yourself. It's a great little device. Hour 3 is coming up. Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live, and we are launching into the third hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want, 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find that the features there are completely free, because we've been talking about copyright so far uh, tonight, and intellectual property, and uh, the, the new freemium model of giving things away, and then coming up with other ways to uh, to earn a living off of your product. If you do creative work for a living, I don't really consider talk radio particularly creative, uh, but some people might. Uh, but specifically, um, the music industry, movie, software design as well. Uh, and of course, so you can bring up whatever you want. So let's go to Bill in Indianapolis. Uh, you're on Free Talk Live listening to WXNT. Bill, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, um, can I say something before I say something? You already okay. did. Go ahead. In other words, before I ask the main question, because yeah. you guys were talking about the By copyright means, thing. Um, you know, you almost touched on it when you talked about the printing press. Uh, all you little old ladies that borrow books from the library, aren't you stealing? It's interesting. That's a great point. You know, and, and both there's CDs at the the library too. So if you go to the library and you uh, you borrow the CD, mm-hmm. um, I mean that's that's sharing, right? Yeah, you know, what about what about Blockbuster and Netflix? You're renting you're renting the movies. You're not really getting it to the. Um you know, the people who made it. So That's I don't a good know. question. I don't know what their business model is. I don't know if they give uh, the movie companies like two cents every time somebody rents a movie. They probably have something. That. You know, it's a contractual arrangement and there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, you know, the, the thing is, is that these companies make it easy for you to get the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I could try to study and figure out how to get movies off the internet. I just have no interest in l- figuring out how to do that. I'd rather pay companies to deliver easy movies to me. And in the the same way that people go to convenience stores for convenience, I'm paying for convenience. I know I could get a movie for free. I'd just rather get it easy. Yeah, I agree with you guys. You guys had the perfect uh, position on it. I just wanted to ask you about what did you guys feel about this $600 billion, you know, buying the treasuries over the next eight months? 
Oh, this is uh, with the uh, Bernanke and the uh, the. the Federal Reserve. Uh, it's, it's the Treasury Department's buying the buying from the Federal Reserve, I believe. Well, you know, it just goes to show that the, the economy is going into the crapper. Um, you know, the, if the if the only person who's going to buy United States money is the United States government, you're in a really really bad shape. That means that the Chinese aren't buying it anymore. That means that uh, the, the Europeans don't want it. You can't get your own citizens to buy it. I mean, you're in the midst of a war, and you can't sell bonds. That's tough, <laughs> tough, tough stuff. Well, they're they're going to do what they they're going to do some of what. And this is my opinion. I'll just give you my opinion, and I'll get off the air. Um, I think they're going to accomplish some of what they wanted. They're going to definitely get inflation out of it, but they're not going to accomplish spurring the economy. I don't see how doing doing this is going to spur the economy because already um, my gasoline has gone up 14 percent this week. It's gone from 262 a gallon to 299. Yep. And I was always told that the higher gasoline prices go, the more that takes out of my discretionary income to buy other things. So if anything, I think it's going to slow down the economy. Well, usually when the government is manipulating things, it doesn't uh, – unless the government's actually backing off and leaving people alone, it's generally not doing anything to help anybody Have a good except night, their buddies. Gentlemen. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate the call at 800-259-9231. And isn't that what the bailouts were all about? Is the government helping their friends at our cost? We were the ones that had to pay for those bailouts, and uh, did that somehow benefit us? No, it, it kept uh, GM alive. Well, they'd like you to while. believe that uh, the whole economy was saved. They yeah. saved us. It kept the banks afloat. Yeah, uh, it kept GM alive, but uh, that doesn't do anything for me. Poor and middle class people bailing out rich people. It's crazy. Much, that's pretty much how it works. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue. David is in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Hello. Uh, hey. Hey, I always thought the internet is, I mean, you know, cyber land, you know, digital land is like the street. If you pick something off the street, you could give it to somebody, you know. If they don't want it on the street, they should put a guard next to it. There you so go. you can't pick it up off the street. Just like we were talking Not- about with privacy the other week, it's your responsibility to ensure. If you want to protect your idea, you better spend some money and some time on protecting like- your idea. Just like back when the record player first came out, you nobody could record that, so it was kind of protected all by itself. I mm-hmm. think if the music guys don't want their music recorded, put it on a, a put it on a, a medium that nobody could record. Well, somebody's going to crack it eventually, and I mean, that we the... could only play it. You know, that it's their responsibility. It is their responsibility. You're absolutely right, David, and thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. But that's one of the things that government does, is it wants to relieve you of your responsibility. That's how government sells itself in many ways. Oh, don't don't worry, musicians. We'll take care of making sure nobody can copy your music. Just turn over all your responsibility and your tax money to us. Don't worry, parents. We'll take care of educating your children. You don't have to think about things. Don't worry. We'll take care of your retirement. You don't have to think about these things and make decisions. That's what we're here for. See, you need us. Right. You can't you can't make your medical decisions on your own. We need to decide who lives and who dies. Yep. Let's continue with your thoughts and go to I believe we've got Mac in Alabama. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello, Mac. Hello, Ian and Mark. I really appreciate you guys' point of view and your your points have been excellent about uh the topic tonight, man. Thanks. I agree with it. I'm I'm a musician, and I think you're right on that. You know, we need to take responsibility for this, and um, and, and we need to go uh, realize that we're in a paradigm shift where things are changing, 
and it wasn't too long ago that things changed and put us in this position. You know, Robert Johnson, the old blues man, and, and the people that told him how to play guitar, you know, they didn't make a music, I'm sorry, make a living making records or even eight tracks because that didn't exist. They had to go out and put on a show. They had to go put on a live performance. And, you know, that's where the paradigm shift is going to take us tomorrow is you got to go put on a live show. And, and really it never deviated from that. Uh, the Beatles, I believe, are the only band that ever put out a record that they didn't have to tour behind. I you think Streisand might be might fit into that category. As my understanding, she she has stage fright or something like that, so she's just a, a great performer who can't get out in front of people. Or, <laughs> but for the for the very very most part, you know, the records are there to increase concert sales, and the concert sales are there to increase record sales. So it's kind of a a back and forth relationship, but. One has never existed without the other. You, you never had just record sales without a touring band. And that's where the paradigm shift has taken us, and that's, that's not a bad thing. And I think the freemium model, you know, the bands that have, have adopted that, like Nine Inch Nails and Beck and Radiohead that mm -hmm. have, you know, put their stuff out there for free and then, you know, maybe let the, the fans that want to remix the tracks or do something oh, yeah. creative with the album cover. You know, there's all kind of things that we musicians can do as our responsibility to, to, to take that intellectual property and make it marketable. And look at the, look at building track. on ideas. You you mentioned the, letting the fans take the tracks and actually take the elements and remix their own uh, versions of the songs. That's a really cool, open-minded uh, concept, I think. And that is, I, I know that's resulted in some interesting creations. I mean, that sort of thing has been going on to some extent for a long time. I mean, look at look at rap music with samples or electronic music with uh, with samples, taking you know bits of other songs and creating a whole new song out of it. Right. And, um, and by the way, the uh, when they changed the intellectual property laws back, I think it was the mid '80s that they did this. They made it impossible to do that again. So they, they killed a whole new budding genre of music. Kind of something one of you guys said earlier was a great point that you are saying about the record companies, but even as musicians, if we made X amount of dollars last year, doesn't mean we're going to make X amount of dollars this year. And unless we're creative and adapt to the marketplace, you know, the computers being in the marketplace is a fact. There's no more music that you cannot cr turn into ones and zeros and have it be free. Yeah, and young people want to download it. I mean, Mark may have a tough time using computers, but young people want to download the music. They know what they're doing when it comes to the, you know, the issue of uh, file sharing, and they're getting whatever they want in the way they want it, and people need to adjust to that. So as somebody who's, you are a musician, do, are you currently yeah. uh, in a band at this time? Uh, not right this second, no. I, I do sound and, uh, and lights for a band mostly. Now, uh, I mean, so so, how do you how do they make money? Are are they doing anything on the web? Are they just p playing live performances? What's their model? A little bit, and that was something I wanted to bring up. So I'm glad you did. But if you take out the Nellies and the Britney Spears out of this game, and you look at you know, like any other industry, 95 percent of it is, is regular folks. And so the band yeah. I work with is, is regular folks or musicians who make a living with this. But uh, you go out and you put on a live show. You you go show up to a place. You set up your equipment. You play for a few hours. People hear you enjoy it, pay money to get in the door. Hopefully, the bar pays you money, or if it's a wedding, you, you know you put on a live show, and that's how we get paid. And yeah. that's you spread that's the, the you spread your brand. Was, and that's you, the model again, right? You put your brand out there. You offer the CD for sale at the show. You put out the website so people can go later and they can listen to more and they can get on your email list and find out when the next concert is. And I thank you for the call and the thoughts tonight. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want. 
DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free, take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Listening options are there. You can enjoy us via broadband or dial-up flavor streams. Uh, the round the clock, the latest episode of Free Talk Live is airing constantly. Uh, plus, the listen lines allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance. And there are other ways to listen as well. Of course, uh, over 80 radio stations from coast to coast. Our satellite feed, which is available across North America. All of the details on all that is at listen.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call and they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's SACL CAI. All right, 800-259-9231. Copyright intellectual property has been the major subject of discussion, but of course you can bring up what you want. So dial on in at 1-800-259-9231. Ladies, come first. Let's talk to Jackie listening in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jackie. Hello, Ian. How are you? Hey, super. What's on your mind tonight? Um, you know, the whole uh, one point or however much money this lady was found to have to pay is, is stupid. $1.5 million dollars <laughs> for 24 songs. That's the court decision. 62 grand out. apiece. Yeah. Well, and the thing about it is that, you know, this is not anything that we've not seen before. I mean, um, I had to study some of this when I was in college. And when the, when the cassette tape came out in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, the musicians were freaking out. Oh, my God, they're mm. going to be able to record our music off the radio, and we're never going to make any money. Yeah. And then we went we went from the 8-track to the record to the cassette tape to the CD to the mm-hmm. MP3. So, obviously, they've not lost a whole lot of money. I mean, if you look at it, the, the music, whoever is wherever they would have downloaded the music from illegally, the songs would have been like 99 cents each. So we're looking at about $25 split between God knows how many musicians, you know. And you're already a millionaire, so let's just cry these people a river. I think that's Wait. a great point, bringing up yeah. the past technology and the developments. I mean, because uh, the motion I picture- had mixtapes. I mean, I created those those myself, and Criminal. somehow or another, uh, the music industry survived. They made it. Yeah, yeah me creating mixtapes. And the same thing with the with the VHS, with the, the movie industry freaking out over the idea that people would be able to record their movies and make copies of them. But sure enough, it's okay. Everything worked out. We still have blockbusters, and m- new movies are still coming out, even though now DVDs make it even easier than before uh to uh, to re- well i guess it all depends on your perspective i mean before they they still had uh co- they still had copy protection on those tapes if there were ways to get past it in the same way they have copy protection on dvds and there are ways to get past that too so it's all working well there's out. also the whole idea of 
and I know this is a very anarchist thing for me to say, but it's also very dangerous to have the government policing these things when it's clearly an industry problem. Like, I know a lot of people who use a program called Audacity to basically rip music off of YouTube. You can set it to record the so all the sound that's coming from your computer. Mm -hmm. So you start the recording, you go to YouTube, and you play a song that you want but don't want to pay for, and then you, you have a copy of the song. Yep. Um, what if they decide, okay, the government says, well, people are using this to steal uh, music, so we're going to say no more YouTube. I mean, you know, I mean, it how seems far pretty unlikely, right? But they could. They could. I don't they see it. I don't see but how yeah, they can shut down powerhouses like Pandora and YouTube, uh, you know, and, and Yahoo and music and all that stuff. They can't shut down those powerhouses any, any longer. It's, it, you know, the, it's just expanded beyond the, the business model of these music companies. And what we're watching is the thrashing of the beast stuck in the tar pit. And that's it. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. It's a shame when the tentacle lashes out and, uh, you know, kills somebody. And, and that's what's happened with this woman. Her right. life has been ruined by this, uh, this, uh, you know, this ruling and there's not much we can do about it as individuals but the marketplace is speaking and uh the music industry is dying thanks jackie for the call tonight i appreciate hearing from you let's it's changing the big music companies are dying we can go across the seas to i believe it's haney calling from korea haney you're on free talk live hello there hi guys um this is haney uh, i'm haney. from california but yeah I'm from California, but I live in Korea where I teach English. Oh, great. Um, what do you want I to share tonight? This, well, the, the same topic. I, I've put a lot of thought into it. Um, I think my, um, my uh, point of view is uh, pretty valid. I was born in 1960, and I grew up in California. And um, I started playing guitar when I was 11. And uh, I ate, slept, and breathed music for years and years and years. And I think... Um, that business model of the of the '60s and '70s and '80s, uh, I'm glad to see it kind of go. You know, go. Um, there's a lot of crappy music out there, yeah. and you know, that business model is attracting people who just want to be rich and famous. You know, if you really have a a calling to make music, um, you make it. You know, you should, like that guy said, make your money performing and. And, That's what know, the real musicians do. They they don't you know they're not so interested about making uh you know billions of dollars. They just want to entertain crowds and and make enough money to to you know maybe possibly live off of. Don't forget right? the chicks, groupies. Exactly, yeah, groupies. and then we end we end up with idiots like Sting and Bono who think they're qualified to tell us how um, we're supposed to run our planet um, in terms <laughs> of. Uh, you know, we're giving people all this power. And, and, you know, this business model was created, it was not created by the musicians themselves. It was no. created by people taking advantage of Absolutely. The and this, this is, is the funniest part about this, because you'll often find the, uh, the, the, the musicians themselves, you know, c complaining about it. But in fact... <laughs> This this system was created by people who don't create music that know nothing about very little about music and they they and they they're just there to suck off of the people with the real talent. Would you say that it, uh, Henny, it's the more likely that the it's the hacks, the people that are low talent or no talent uh, musicians that are the ones that are more likely to complain about this situation changing? Do we lose Henny? Um, oh, go ahead. Well, I suppose that's possible. You know, I mean, people who who want to get rich. Now, as far as copywriting something, you know, I think that's a good thing to do in case, you know, someone wants to use your music in a movie or something, another commercial endeavor. Sure, it, be, it should be protected that way. But, you, you know, going after people like me, I mean, 
um, I bought records left and right when I was a kid, and when when I finally could get a tape deck, I started borrowing friends. Let, let me ask you a question about them. what you said there, though, about the commercial <laughs> endeavor. About- I uh, I made a, a little clip for well it wasn't for they didn't have YouTube back then but back when we had uh, the show Mark when it was on a local uh, radio station in Sarasota Florida before we were syndicated we had a listener party after we uh, were taken off the air on our first station and I made a little video of what was going on at the listener party and I put it to a music track from a band uh, Evanescence I put it to their track. And uh, I wasn't selling the video, but we're a commercial operation, right? So that video is online. People can see that video. It's got that music from that commercial band in it. Did I owe them some money? Should I have asked them permission? Um, Gosh, I'm not really sure. Um, Did you make any money off of it? Well, not directly. I didn't sell the video, but I'm doing a commercial radio show. Right. There was a radio station that was airing us at the time. We had we got syndication fees from them that amounted to like sixty bucks a a month. Yeah, there'd be no (laughs) way for me to say for sure that any that my revenue increased because of that video. Uh, But nonetheless, I didn't ask permission. Should I have? Actually, wait. No, maybe you should have charged them for advertising their music. <laughs> now, that's a good way to look at it. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. I think that giving credit is an appropriate thing to do when you're doing those things. Though. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Just dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we'll give you the features on our site for free. So do enjoy those on us. Features including uh, our news updates. You get signed up, you'll be kept in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get on the various different delivery methods we have. Whatever works best for you. Maybe you'd prefer email. I think that's the best way to get things. But maybe you think Twitter or Facebook is preferable. You can get on board any one of those options or more than one if you'd like, and it's all free. Over at news.freetalklive.com. Again, that's news freetalklive.com. And if you're frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live, and are tired of the oppressive state intruding into your business and personal life? Well, if you knew that thousands of liberty-loving people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you want to join them? I know I did, and you can. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. And don't forget, if you're going to be moving to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project by the end of 2011, you should be signed up. And if you aren't signed up, you should sign up. For the next 1,000 pledge, you can go to pledgebank.com slash next 1,000 to get signed up for that. And there are already a few hundred folks that are signed up for that. We're hoping to, hoping to hit 1,000 by the end of this year. Uh, that's pledgebank.com slash next 1,000. As we continue with your phone calls at 800-259-9231, let's talk to Andrew listening in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andrew. Andrew in Michigan. Ooh, uh... Oh, sorry. Hey, guys. I've been listening to the uh, intellectual property uh, discussion. Yes, sir. I wanted to. I called in tonight because uh, my college president and the communications officer uh, threatened two students with uh, proper or trademark violation recently. Over what? 
Uh, well, these guys, these they're in graphics design business school, and they printed up shirts. Our college is Ferris State University, and they printed up these shirts that said FSU, same colors, and the F word, the S word, and up were the <laughs> was the slogan on the on the t-shirts. Gotcha. And I thought they're this, you know, they're, this they're like, like for, uh, for a football game oh, and a you know anti-gator football game or something. I don't understand. Well, well, we have the same colors as the uh, as the Florida State does, but. Uh, it, that's what I thought it was. You know, you go weightlifting, or the, the opposing team comes in and they see the, they see all the crowd wearing these shirts, and like, mm. oh, it's intimidation or right, something like right. that. <laughs> Bunch of silly crap, but whatever. People oh, like that know. stuff. People want to buy yeah. that stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Well, the thing was, is they got a thousand orders, and they nice. ended up selling three hundred and fifty of them, and they're selling them for like twelve bucks a piece, and I think they're making them for like two bucks, three bucks mm-hmm. or so. And uh, so the college president, the college communications officer threaten them with government violence. Jeez. We're going to, you know, if you don't stop this, this is tarnishing our image, you know, and basically scaring the kids Tarnishing their image. It. I love how yeah. these colleges are so, which are essentially nothing more than party schools, uh, are so concerned well, yeah, about their Yeah, I think Florida State was uh, the party school back uh, in 89 or something like that. Yeah, well, they're still trying to move away from that reputation, but sure. they're losing. <laughs> so um, it's just unfortunate that they... Part of it was the the whole decency thing, and so my letter to the editor of the paper was, uh, how, how decent is it to raise tuition like three percent in the worst economic downturn since the Great Depression in this sort of like Jeez. educational industrial complex? They got this sort of like soft fascism thing going on with the state government where they oh, just yeah. get a bag of money every year anyway. Right, apparently that's <laughs> not enough though. They had to raise your rates as well. Yeah, so it's unfortunate that uh, that happened to those two guys, and they did get scared and to stop printing it. So wait, and, what did they do uh, with their other 600 shirts that they didn't sell? Well, I tried to buy the business from them, but they haven't got me back yet. We probably have another conversation. We'll see what happens. Were you but, planning? Uh, you're planning on buying their business and just going out and doing, you know, essentially doing it in the face of the um, the administration. Sort of, and I guess I technically wouldn't have to buy it from them, but they're not bad guys, and if I can kick them back like 100 bucks and say, all right, don't worry about it anymore. Couldn't they like, uh, okay. pull... <laughs> Seems like you'd get the T-shirts at a at a uh, discount anyway, I mean, with the problems they've got. Well, it, couldn't oh, they with the bulk, yeah. punish you by essentially telling you, yeah, you can't go to school here anymore? I don't think they can. I think they would have really? to bring it into um, court because... Uh, I, I think it, it's beyond the jurisdiction of kicking you out of school. Um, so you think, feel like they but, actually don't. You, you feel like they actually don't have a case uh, that, uh, that that they were just in trying to intimidate these uh, these gents and they were successful, and that you would not be. You believe you would not be intimidated by them. Well, and further research of it, it is technically official trademark because anytime you're in a geographic location where you have a known trademark logo whether it is uh, federally protected or state-protected or not, they can come after you after that. And so I was thinking that might not be the best idea just because I like to keep my freedom. So let me just uh, make sure know. I understand. The, the letters FSU, FSUP is what they change, you know, put the words, put those words on the, onto the logo. So they, they've essentially added on, they've modified the logo, have they not? Uh, correct, but they do use the same colors, and the S, the S, and the U are in yellow. The shirt is like the sort of the burgundyish color, and then the other letters are in white. So it is the, using the same sort of um, the colors, I guess. I'm certainly no intellectual property lawyer. I don't know what is and what is not legal by their laws. Yeah, what's fair but, use? Um, is really the well, question. the, the fair use Ian, is anything that you think sounds absolutely ridiculous. They're going to go after you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good luck. That sounds us. right. Good luck out there. Let us know how that uh, pans out, will you? Thanks for the call, Andrew. I appreciate it. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. So uh, to change gears somewhat here, the California measure uh, on cannabis legalization did not succeed, unfortunately. And actually, as it turns out, apparently there was a concerted effort by the medical marijuana community to vote against it, which is a damn shame. Uh, it just goes to show that people are willing to li- line up and and kiss the boot of Master. Oh, thank you, Master, for letting us do business in this industry, but we just need to keep all those other recreational users away because, well, they might be able to open up their own stores and compete with our uh, medical facilities, and we can't have any competition uh, in, or any more competition in our industry. So apparently the entire medical marijuana industry, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not all of them, but in droves came out and voted against this particular measure. On the good side of that news, though, is that a lot more people now than ever before support the idea of legalizing marijuana across the country, not just in California. According to Cannabis Culture magazine at CannabisCulture.com, while California's marijuana – and it's also Gallup News – while California's marijuana ballot initiative uh, garnered a lot of attention, Gallup finds that nationally a new high of 46 percent of Americans are in favor of legalizing use of the drug – and a new low of 50% are opposed to it. You know, uh, just be, uh, for those that think that this uh, this issue has just been put to bed, well, they, they had that vote and it's a, it was a down vote and, and that's it. Come on. You know how politics works. This comes back up in two years or one year or three years. Yeah, 2012 and, again. And the numbers go up again because people you know, are going to get more and more used to the idea, and then the numbers will go up again until it passes, at which point people will be free to grow and smoke and sell marijuana in whatever fashion they do it. And there's, you know, that's the reality. I don't understand why uh, these these social conservative types just stand in the face of reality when they can, you know, evolve or their ideas just get uh, kicked to the curb. I remember my grand the story my grandmother told of my great grandmother beating my uh, uh, my great uncles, great 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 uncles, whatever, with a stick because she found them with playing cards. Wow! I mean, this is this is the this, this is, is the, the devil. This is the heart of conservatism. <laughs> you know, this is what it is. You no no no. You can't do that. Controlling no fun. other people. Yes, yeah. they're all about no fun yeah. and controlling other people. And you're not going to stop it. Hey, everybody, you're not going to stop people from smoking marijuana. Quit spending my money and spending my kids' money and incarcerating people on this crap. You're ruining. Uh, you're ruining a perfectly good country. Yeah. Not to say that uh, whether a majority su- supports it or not matters to me. I don't care if 99 percent are opposed to it and one percent favors legalizing uh, marijuana. It's wrong to tell people they don't own their bodies and they can't make a choice as far as what they put into it. It's just it's outrageously wrong. I agree taking the, uh, the the principle, but you need to look at the world from a practical standpoint. And from a practical standpoint, well, these big music companies, they're going down. And these marijuana laws, they're going down, too. It just can't happen soon enough, Mark. 800-259-9231. Every year that it takes longer, yeah, there's another 1.5 million people, or excuse me, in the marijuana world, it's 800,000. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people being arrested and having their lives destroyed by these government people. More coming up. 
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial in toll-free. Even in these remaining moments, we might have time to sneak you or call in at 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's live Saturday edition, and it's Ian with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our site at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. And if you want to support Free Talk Live, you can do that by becoming an amplifier. For as little as 3 bucks a month, we'll take your $3 in reinvest it back into the show, get on more radio stations around the country. And, oh, that reminds me, I meant to mention this earlier, welcome to our new listeners in Nashua, New Hampshire tonight to WSMN 1590 there in uh, Nashua. I'm really glad to be on that station. It's nice to be on in New Hampshire. It's, uh, well, we, of course, we are originating from New Hampshire in beautiful Keene, New Hampshire. And uh, Nashua's one that we've been working on for a long time. So it's finally great uh, to be on on WSMN 1590, Nashua's News and Talk. The Toto Sack, is, it's called the One Trip Wonder. It's for hauling your grocery bags, whether it's uh, in from the car or from the grocery store to the car, or from the house to the boat, or wherever it is that you need to, to carry grocery bags. The Toto Sack is a great tool. It's like this uh, recycled plastic a hook thing that, and it make it carries it makes it so you can carry so much more and carry it more conveniently and then when you set them down everything stays together. Uh, well, I have them for in my vehicle. Ian, you you use them, you love them. The Totasack. Just go to totasack.us. Check them out. Get a family pack there today. That's totasack.us. All right. So, oh yeah. By the way, the AMP program does allow you to get behind this show and help us get this show into more ears, not just on the radio, but also on the internet. So we do uh, again. We use that three bucks a month to reach out to more listeners and bring the messages as a message of freedom uh, to more ears. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options, and get the perks like access to the AMP only call in lines, forum, podcast, and more. All the details at amp.freetalklive.com. To the phones and the fun. Larry's in Indianapolis listening to WXNT. Hey, Larry. Larry in Indy. Yep. You're hey, on. guys. How goes it? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Well, I, I had a comment on the uh, on the FSU shirts. I, I was thinking about this, and in the music industry, if you create a parody of a song, you're not technically violating the copyright of the song. Isn't, isn't this of the same genre where they're making a parody of, you know, the copyrighted logo, wouldn't that, I know you're not a copyright lawyer, but... Well, um, I, I'd say that this things. is this is one of those instances where the big guy, um, in this case, it's a government agency. The so school. The school. They, they have a certain level. Of, they, I mean, they're given money by taxpayers uh, for what they do. So, you know, they probably got lawyers on staff. And the big guy is always going to beat the little guy in these instances because the— Not always. In many cases, they'll just intimidate the little guy into not right. bothering well, That's what, what I mean. I, I'm sorry. They're going to beat them through intimidation. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to be scared to take on these big lawyers because they know that they can't out-motion them. They uh, the, the lawyers will bury them in paperwork before they ever get to court. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's unfortunate, but that's the way the judicial system has has occurred. I well, mean, I think Larry might be on to something. Yeah, as yeah. Far I, think, as I think that he's got a point, but I just, you know, I don't know. 
it would be interesting to see what would happen to somebody who was a student, because what we're talking about is a student who took an FSU logo and essentially added the words, well, we can't say them, but F, S, and uh, the, the, I guess the letter or the word up. U, or up, that's, that's what it was, the third word was up, uh, and created a t-shirt from that and then was uh, subsequently threatened by the legal department of the school and the administration there. So it would be interesting to see what would have happened if the kids or the students in that case had not folded and had continued on selling, uh, because that's when you really put the rubber to the road, and then you find out whether they're just breathing hot air or not. Well, I, I know one of the points that they made was that they were, were tarnishing these, the school's image, quote-unquote. I mean, it, if I make something up, you know, I call FSU Felon State University, which isn't too terribly far from the truth, isn't that libelous and uh, or, you know, possibly tarnishing the image, but nobody cares because... It's a spoken word versus, you know, something on a T-shirt. Another great point, man. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I, I still don't think that's libelous. I think that they would. Uh, I, I just, I don't think that would fit into it. I think that would fit into the area of uh, spoofing, um, or you know, creating a, uh, uh, you know, some a parody. Kind of- yeah, parody, fair, fair use kind of situation. Which is clearly what the the tele, you know, the T-shirt is in this case. It's clearly a parody, and uh, I, I hope that somebody goes ahead and challenges them on this. But it's like, like Mark says, I mean, can you afford to hire a lawyer? Do you want to go it alone if you can't? Not too many college kids, I don't imagine, can. Even if it is mommy and daddy that are paying for, uh, paying for the college. Any other thoughts, Larry? Nope. Thanks for the call. Have tonight. a good night, guys. Appreciate it. Let's talk to Don in Tallahassee, listening to WFLA FM. Hello, Don. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Don, what's on your mind? Uh, well, uh, I was thinking about the t-shirt thing and everything like that, and uh, I was thinking about the music thing, and uh, I, 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 I'm sorry, I'm trying to listen to you. Hey, not a problem. Make sure you here. turn down your radio whenever you call. Yeah, I had, I, had, I had you. to do that. Uh, look, if you make music out there, and... By the way, I'm in I'm into electronics and computers and stuff like that. Okay, uh, I program them and all. Uh, it's not my night off, and I'm having a. You ball. are having a good time, no doubt about it. I'm okay. having a Can ball. you put your thoughts together? That is the question. Yes, sir. All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, <laughs> if all all your servers. Everything's programming to your servers. Uh huh. Programming servers. Got it. And they download. You have to have the computer to download. Yep, that's right. You have to. Computers download servers programs. This is good. How how is that privacy? Uh, Piracy. Hmm. Oh, how is downloading piracy? Yeah, I don't know. That's just what somebody called it. Yeah, pir- call. piracy is robbery on the the open seas and uh, <laughs> and sharing sharing stuff is sharing stuff. What is that? That's actually water pouring. It's not a very good one. <laughs> not a very alcohol. You know, I've been looking for like a beer can snapping open sound for a while, and Why don't I you get a beer can and and open it. It might make the mic a little wet, and these are expensive mics. But so. you've got the muff on it here, the little mic muff. I don't know how well that would work, Mark. I don't. I don't know about that. You should try it. You probably would have to go through a bunch of beer cans to get the exact right sound. I mean, these these people that make the the industry sounds, they know what they're doing. It's just it's probably not even a beer can. <laughs> I've been trying to download the sounds for free. That's my problem. Like I'm not paying anybody for the sound, so 
Anyway. Give Zeus a few bucks; he'll make one for you. Uh, so, oh, so back to the the numbers here, and I'm glad Don is having a good time tonight. You should be, darn it! It's Saturday night; you might as well. Uh, we don't get enough drunk calls to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Can never have enough of that. So the back to the statistics here, where forty four percent forty well excuse me it was forty four percent last year that supported legalization of marijuana. It is now forty six percent. They are saying that's not statistically significant. However, the upward trend continues since the year two thousand. Gallup's annual crime poll has been showing that uh, earlier, like decades ago, in fact. In the late 1960s and early 1970s, support for legalizing marijuana jumped uh, jumped to 31 percent. So it was lower back then. It jumped up to 31 percent in 2000 after holding in the 25 percent range from the late 70s to the mid 1990s. So all the way in the last 10 years, uh, it's jumped up from 31 percent supporting legalizing marijuana to 46 percent. That's a pretty significant sea change yep. in, in a decade. What stinks is that 50 percent of the country is holding back 46 percent of the country yeah. from what they want to do. I mean, that is just uh, it's disgusting that, that, that you know, half the population, the old the old folks can right. keep the young folks from smoking pot if that's what they want to do. I mean, what if we could, could stop cosmopolitans? You know, what if the young people got together and stopped the old people from drinking Cosmopolitans? I mean, that'd be a nasty thing to do, wouldn't it? You break it down, and and indeed, Mark, you break it down, the numbers uh, looking at ages of people, and indeed, uh, 18 to 29-year-olds, 61% of them say, yes, go ahead and legalize marijuana. So it certainly is the older sect uh, that, uh, that are bringing those numbers down. Uh, so, you know, you're certainly welcome to comment on that. Uh, Republicans chiming in there with 29%. Boy, they really are sure interested in letting people make their own economic decisions, right? Yeah. Because I thought Republicans were supposed to be in favor of the, you know, the marketplace and uh, being able to run your own business. Apparently, that doesn't apply if running your own business includes selling a plant that they don't like. Right. So, so or, much for your or, free market uh, principles. You know, all kinds of other decisions you could make for yourself, like uh, you know, allowing people to gamble in, in you know, your establishment. Selling or, sex. Yeah, people selling sex or things like that. Uh, you know, if they think that there's some kind of repercussion to it. What about the repercussions of alcohol? For God's sake, they're tremendous. The repercussions well, they drink of cigarettes. Alcohol. Well, they, they drink and they smoke. So yeah, they the, there's all kinds of repercussions to all kinds of things. And uh, the idea that you should decide what other people get to do and what they don't get to do, to me, is disgusting. Curiously, uh, men came in with 51% saying uh, they supported legalization. Women, 41%. wonder why that discrepancy. They're protecting people. Protecting. You think? Yeah. I don't know. Mommy. But we're out of time for tonight. It has been the live Saturday edition. and has been Ian with you. And Mark. We shall return tomorrow night. Uh, the Sunday-only, internet-only edition hosted by our wonderful co-hosts uh, will be here. I think Sam's going to be hosting the show, so you can tune in uh, tomorrow at freetalklive.com for that. And we'll see you on Monday night at freetalklive.com. Have a super weekend. Welcome to Living Healthy Naturally, with information and advice on how to improve your health and wellness with natural remedies and nutritional healing. Here's renowned naturopathic doctor and certified nutritionist, Dr. Lindsay Duncan. One of the most common complaints I hear from my clients is having a persistent lack of energy. Lacking energy can come from a variety of causes, including not getting proper nutrients from your foods and eating too many processed foods that can fill you with empty calories These foods do not provide you with the proper fuel for the energy your body needs. 
an excellent source to this ongoing epidemic is to make sure you consume enough omega fatty acids in your diet to restore that much needed energy. To combat the low energy blues, Genesis Today has created a great tasting juice that contains the wonderful acai berry that will ensure you get the proper amounts of omega fatty acids in your diet. Acai berry juice from Genesis Today tastes fantastic and it takes energy and alertness to new levels. Drink a glass of nutrient-rich acai berry juice in the morning and you'll get a thousand percent of the daily value of vitamin B12 and you will feel energized throughout your entire day. To learn more about living healthy, naturally, and acai berry juice, please visit genesistoday.com. Acai berry juice is available in the refrigerated section next to the OJ at all Walmart, Sam's Club, and Super Target locations.